I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from Romans 5, 3 through 4. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character hope. Romans 5, 3, and 4. Hello. What's happening, my man? What's going on, brother? How are you? Oh, just kind of hanging around, <laughs> watching a little TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. See, yeah. see, see what kind of interesting stuff you're going to get me into. Hey, hey, hey we're going to keep it PG, baby. <laughs> we're going to keep it PG. I, I normally get in trouble because I normally speak my mind. So. Well, hey, it happens. So don't lay, don't lead me down the wrong road. I understand. I won't, brother. I promise you. I won't. We go. Uh, we go have a good time. But uh, no, I just man. So this, like I said, I've been wanting to get you on. It's just been shoot. It's been one thing after another here. So oh, uh, oh, it ain't no big deal. I mean, it, I mean, you know, I'm I'm happy to help out, but at the same time, it ain't no big deal. That's right. That's right. Well. We'll knock this thing out. Like I said, we ain't got to talk an hour or two or nothing like that. We can just, you know, we'll get it done and, you know, it'll be good. I think the people, uh, want, you, know, you know, I think the people want to hear, you know, you, you've been mentioned two or three times, I know, of, of people that, you know, they want to hear, you know, interview and stuff. But like I said, I think we, we can knock it out. But uh, if you ready, well, I'm ready. Well, well, Long as you don't get me started on my first beer, we'll be okay. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I just come in and got a shower, and I thought about that same thing. I was like, man, <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll get we'll we'll try to skate around that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm ready when you are, then, brother. I do. Well, uh, today we got Mr. Tony Walter, Big T, on here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got your start and where you're from and all that. Well, um, I'm from North Carolina. Um, I've coon hunted pretty much my whole life, and uh, I don't know. My first daughter was born in 2000, and so uh, I decided, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give up all this coon hunting for a year or two and spend some time with her. And I, in the meantime, I got started in duck hunting a little bit, and uh, I, I got into that I got into that deal, and um, so um, I got this. Shoot, I, I'm real competitive. So I said, well, shoot, if I'm gonna do this duck hunting much, I got to have me a top lamb. Well, so I bought me a lamb. I got the training on it. And I said, man, I want something a little bit better. So I went and bought me a, a pup off the NFC, uh, AFC uh, um, field trial champion and a, and a master hunter jit that my buddy had. And Man, I got the training lab and fell in that hot and heavy. And I said, shoot, on the coon hunt. And I, was, I just had a heck of a time with the labs. And I got in the field, you know, hunt, hunt test, not field trials, I'm sorry. And uh, next thing I know, I was training dogs with people and, how I really got my start in the training program was that um I, I when I when I bought that little uh, uh, FC AFC female, um I start I, I I went to a couple of pro trainers and said hey listen here I said I wanna I wanna do whatever you got to do I said I wanna come out here I wanna clean your dog kennels I wanna 
I want to feed your dogs. I want to clean water buckets. I want to go out there and throw birds for you. I, all I want to do is learn. When I get into something, I just I'm just over I'm just overwhelmed with it. Man, that's uh, I, awesome. I, that's I, a, I absorb it like a, I absorb it like a sponge. Hey, that's good because you know there's no sense in half doing nothing. No, no, and uh, like like I said, so I got in that one pro trainer and and he uh. He said, I took after I fooled with him for about six months to a year. He was like, man, he said, you're doing a good job. He said, I like the way you train your dogs. He said, how about let me uh, subcontract some dogs out to you when I'm full? And I was like, I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I'll charge this amount, but if you were to do this for me, he said, like the beat it's and the force fetching and, you know, uh, you know, the lining work. He said, he said, I'll pay you this amount to do it for me. And, uh, and I said, well, hell, heck, I'll do that. And, uh, so I started doing that and I started making a little money on the side and, Next thing I know, the word got out. I was helping the guy train dogs, and people started coming to me, and one thing led to another. I mean, I was just, man, I was just overwhelmed with dogs. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a 31-year UPS driver, and, uh, I, I, you know, I try to take on, you know, what I can, but sometimes, you know, I'm overwhelmed with that, working the 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night. And uh, I had to get up early in the mornings or come home at night and, you know, do do stuff at night up under the night light or, you know, go to the ball field and do it up under the night lights. and. Um, but you know, as time went on, I don't know, I probably went a couple, two or three years there with the labs and I still train the labs now, but I, but I got the anchoring for that tree dog. I got that tree dog bug in me. I've done, I've coon hunted ever since I could walk. And, uh, and, um, so I, I said, well, shoot, my buddy's got a squirrel dog down the road. I said, I'm gonna go with him. And I went with him and I, he had a little old feist and I got hooked right there with that little tree dog. And, um, I started out little Brenda Kerr. I got from a guy in Missouri and, uh, and started hunting that dog. And I thought, you know what? I said, you know, again, the competitive edge uh, come out in me. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to take this little dog to, to a couple hunts, see how he does. Just want to see how he stacks up. And I went to a couple hunts and placed him in the hunts. And I, and I knew right then I had a dog that was competitive, but I didn't have no winner. <laughs> so, uh, so I got to looking for a little old jit. And at that time, that was back in maybe 2003, 2004. Uh, I started training for the public in like 2001, 2002, as far as the labs. And uh, I, we, me and my dad found this little old jit out of, uh, straight off Mountain Jackson. And she was eight months old. She was running. She treated a little bit, but I mean, she, she was, she no means was, a, was what you call a starter dog. And we took that little old jit and we hunted her. And we, I mean, that first season we hunted her. I mean, she didn't do nothing. Followed us around, walked around with us. And I told my dad, I said, man, this, this little thing right here ain't going to cut it. <laughs> and and finally one day we treat a squirrel with that little old brindle dog i had like i said he was a good pleasure dog and uh we popped that thing out in the tail big old fox squirrel we popped that thing out in the tail and he hit the ground and uh, man that little old jip son she run that squirrel down through the woods about 50 60 yards put him back up on a tree hey from then on son i had a squirrel dog really and uh that's all it yeah, took. that's all it took there's just flip the switch to her and uh her name was uh, Streaks Mountain Dotty. I mean, uh, per pretty much anybody that knows me when back in the back in those days knew me. Uh, I took her from eight months old to a Grand Squirrel Champion in 2010. I put a world title on her. She, I'll be and, done. Uh, and uh, she kind of she kind of put me over the threshold right there with the squirrel dogs. And um, then I, I, I and, and to tell you how I got started after that, I mean how I kept going. I, um, that was in 2010 or 2011. I went to the the last year PKC had the squirrel hunt division in and 
we, me and my buddy Mike Collins, we went on down to the to Georgia, which Jared Cooley put on the last PKC Bash for Cash at a New Year's. Right. And we got we got down there, and we uh we ended up getting in the split, the top three split. And uh, I hunted with a guy for the first time, never met him, seen him in full cry and stuff like that, Mister Dorsher. Oh uh, don't my need, goodness. He don't need no introduction. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, I tell you what, I drew him on the first round, and uh, he had a little old jamming boat jip. I'm telling you what. She was dino Mike. And from there on, me and Doris struck it off, and me and him talked two, three, four nights a week sometimes. I mean, we just, we talk dogs and talk about the past and talk about the future, and we just, we got something different to talk about about every time we talk. So that's where you got your start on. You seen that little female, because I know you partial to the Jammin' Bow Dogs, and yep. that's, uh, that's, that's the, what was her name? You remember? Uh, Code Red Zip. Oh, yeah. I know her. I put a, I put a, I bought her as a three, well, me and Mike bought her together. Me and Mike called him, we bought her together. And uh, she was a three-year-old jit, and I hunted her too. She was probably six or seven. Man, I won South Carolina Dog of the Year twice with her. I won the South Carolina State with her probably three, four years. I won the North Carolina State with her two or three years. Uh, I won two reserve world titles on her. I just could never get her over the hump uh, in that, <laughs> to get a world title on her. And, um, but she was a she she was a dynamite little dog, and then lo and behold, uh, uh, my next dog come along when 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 Zip was about six about six year old, and a little old dog I, I bought at six months old called Jammin' Scooter. Uh oh, here we go. Then, hey, where did you I, where did you uh, where did Zip go? Uh, I sold her to Chuck Coon. Chuck Coon. That's what I thought. That's what uh, I thought. Me, I sold her, I sold her, I told Chuck, I said, listen here, Chuck, I said, I'm not hunting her. I said, I got this young, young little jip coming on good. I said, I need to, I just ain't hunting her. And Chuck said, well, I like to have her. He said, but, uh, he said, man, I don't know if I can afford her. And so me and him worked out a little old deal and we worked out a pup deal and, and, uh, he bred her. And the next thing I know, I think, um, I can't remember the guy who in Arkansas, we ended up getting her after that, but man, Travis Tate hunted with her, Tyler Asbury hunted with her and. Man, they, they told me, man, if I could have got my hands on that jet when she's three or four year old, I'd have financed my house to buy her. And I said, well, hell, I about did when I bought her. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. I knew she was as good as anything. And didn't you, didn't she, they breed, was that the same doll that they bred to, uh, did they breed her to Woody one time? Yep, yep. yep. Uh, matter of fact, the, the deal was when I sold her to uh, Chuck was I got to pick the stud dog out. And I got a choice pup out of her. As a matter of fact, I got two choice pups. I got two pups out of her because uh, before I sold her to Chuck, uh, a buddy up here of mine in North Carolina, Jonathan Mitchell, everybody knows him by Slim. Oh, yeah. He he hunted her for me the last year we had her in the competition, and he won, I think he's reserved North Carolina State with her, got her in uh, the top five at the USDC World Hunt, and that's when Chuck picked her up. It was at that World Hunt. And uh, I told Chuck, I said, you let me pick the stud dog out and give me two pups. And we worked out a price on the dog. I said, we'll, uh, we'll do the deal. So the two-pup deal was I got a pup, and Jonathan Mitchell got a pup for hunting her for me. Right. So, uh, And that, that's, that's, the, that's the cross that Pearl come out of. Yep. That's what I was just fixing to say. That's uh, There was a – yeah, I, I, that's why I was saying Pearl. I, I've hunted with her. Man, she's as fine a dog as going to. Yeah, she, she's just like her mama. she got plenty of gear. That was one thing about Zip. You know, Zip done a bunch of winning. Uh, when they went, when NSD went to, and USD started for a little while, went to three rounds a day. Man, she just, she had, she had so much gear, and she was looking for a squirrel to tree, not looking for, uh, you know, sin on a tree or whatever. She was looking for an absolute squirrel when she got tree. It just kind of took her out the game. I mean, she just, 
she couldn't handle that midday round and I mean, uh, you know, hounds were making trees and she was just getting through the country and um it just it, it just wasn't her just wasn't her uh, her deal. Is and, that um, is that why she had the name of zip code? Yep, because she changed zip codes with you in a skinny second. <laughs> <laughs> I always but, heard that. But that but as the dog door was hunting the first time I met him, he was actually hunting for a guy named Buster Hardy. And I chased that jip. Matter of fact, I tell you who else was on the cast with me that day, just spectating the cast, and that was um um Joey um God, I don't mind I can't even think of his last name right now. As good as as good as I know him um in Tennessee there. Everybody knows him. I can't believe Joey Post. Joey Post. I, I, for some reason I'm drawing a blank. I know. But, uh, uh, yeah, you've hunted with him a hundred times. Yeah, and uh, Joey, Joey, uh, when we got back to the clubhouse, I was waiting on my buddy Mike. I said, hey, I said, you know, as soon as you get back here, we need to talk to the door about buying this little old jip right here. I said, because it's going to take us a little bit of money to get it together and, and to buy this thing. Well, before Mike could get back from his cast, that uh, Joey ended up buying the little jip and got her bought. And, uh, man, I chased that little jip for a year before I got her bought. But I finally got her bought. And uh, well, that was history from there on. <laughs> so you, you know. so you got through with you you know and i hate to sound like you was done with zip because you really liked her and she did a lot of winning for you but you was you was looking for a younger dog i guess at that I, point i was looking i was looking for a younger dog and at that time zip had just absolutely hooked me on the bowline right and uh but uh what got me what got me lined up on skeeter was was that uh Doyle had a had a litter mate to him called uh jamming demon Oh yeah, well, he got to. Yeah. He, I so Damon, my buddy, ended up buying him. Old David Hillman, and uh, I yep. got to hunt with him a good bit here in Mississippi. Yeah, I love yep. Damon. Well, well, Damon was five months old, and Doyle was just taking him out um, with his older dogs. And he, what he would do was, he would just when he got to the woods, he would just d let Damon out the box and uh, just let him run around there in the edge of the woods while he was putting his boots on and stuff. And Damon just fell off the tree. I mean. I mean, just went out there and treated a squirrel. Doyle went out there and locked it down to him. He said, well, shoot, I might as well start hunting. I wasn't going to hunt him this year. I was just trying to get him out there to see, you know, you know, get him acclimated to the woods and stuff like that, the smells. And he just fell out there and got the tree and squirrels. And uh, Doyle was calling me every night telling me what, you know, what the dog was doing. And I tried my best to buy half of that dog from Doyle, and he just didn't want to come off of him. And, uh, <laughs> and, and me and Doyle are good buddies now, but uh, he didn't want to come off that dog. He said, he knows I'm a female guy. And uh, I, I've had very few males, but uh, he knows I'm a female guy. And, he said, "Hey, there's a uh, Dean Wright still got two of them females over there at his house. If you if you can talk him out of you know talking into selling one of them, so I ended up buying Skeeter side unseen, never laid eyes on her, no nothing, and and uh, I bought her I bought her side unseen at six months old, and uh and well as anybody knows, the rest is history with her too. <laughs> that ain't no doubt. You have shoot that heifer has done her share of winning. I know that." Yeah, man, she she was nine year old and just won another world hunt this past year. Well, that's what I know, but I was go. Uh, so how'd you how'd you get started? I mean, she did she pick right up, or was she trained when you got her? No, I, I tell I tell you the deal on that. I got I, I've got to give credit where credit's due. I've had a lot of help down the road with these dogs. I mean, like I said, I'm a I'm a UPS driver, so I mean, I've got long days on the truck, and but I bought her. Uh, me and a buddy of mine, Jeremy McQuarrie, up in Kentucky. Oh yeah, and, uh, know him. Me. Me and him's buddies, and uh, he he uh, he was wanting to start a bow dog, and so I called him up and I said, "Listen here, I said I just bought this little dog, little mate to the demon dog that Doyle's got." I said, "Uh, what you think about you know just getting her started for me?" And this was like uh, I bought her on January the twelfth 
of that year, and I paid uh, Dean because Dean was doing some hauling on the side back then. I paid Dean. He was going down to a hunt in Tennessee, and uh, I paid him to haul her down there to Jeremy. So he dropped her off at Jeremy's like the 13th or 14th of January, and Jeremy was going to keep her to the world hunt for me, which the world hunt was in DuPont, Indiana that year. The USDC world hunt was in DuPont, Indiana, and uh, Jeremy brought her down there to me, and she probably had made, I don't know, maybe seven, eight, maybe ten trees uh, with Jeremy in the meantime. So uh, I picked her up at the world hunt. First time I put my hands on a dog, I'd never seen her in person. I seen a picture. Jeremy sent me a few pictures of her, but I bought her sight unseen uh, just because, you know, her bloodline. And um, so Jeremy, Jer I got her from Jeremy at the world hunt. I said, well, I'm going to give her a week or two because she went, but uh, what, the seven, seven, eight months old at that time. Right. So uh, about eight months old. I said, well, I get her home, I'm going to give her a week or two to acclimate to me and all that before I try to get her out. And I was going to try to get her out before our turkey season come in and see if I can make a tree or two with her. And then when turkey season gets here, we don't have nowhere else to hunt. So uh, lo and behold, I kept her for a week and a half. I was going to take her that weekend, and she'd come in heat on me. I'll be done. So, <laughs> so I kept her. When turkey season went out, I, I got me and my wife and my youngin. We went out to a little spot behind my grandma's house and got her out, and she ended up making a tree in there that day. That was the first tree I made where I put her up. I don't do no hunting in the summertime. I broke her back out in September. And every day I hunted her, she'd make a tree. I'd make a tree today. I'd make a tree the next day. I'd go two or three days. I'd make another tree. Where the next week, I'd break her back out and make two trees. I'd make two trees the next day. I'd make two trees the following the following weekend. I'd the next week I'd go back out and she'd make three trees. I mean, she just man, she just got better and better every time I hunted her. And um, so let's see, that was her first season. So in January, I took her to uh, South Carolina to the South Carolina NKC State Hunt. I'd be daggone if she didn't go in there and put on a show. She went six for six and uh and won the whole the whole NKC South Carolina State hunt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, and she just she just turned a year old. Right. And uh I was going up the USDC hunt with a uh, world hunt that year was in South Carolina at Whitmire. And I was going to hunt her in. I was gonna to try to get her qualified on that Friday. And I lo and behold, she come and heat on me that uh, that week before the qualifier. So uh Dang. So uh, actually, Doyle took her back to Ohio with him, and when she come out of heat, him and another good buddy of mine, uh, Casey Stollard. If anybody in the coon hunt world knows Casey, uh, they, they'll, they'll know him. I mean, he's that's uh, right. Well, he's... anyway, he, he took her back, and uh, she had a little problem when she was young. She wanted to drop her head too much and and, and, and ground pound a little bit. So uh, Casey Casey and Doyle took her back up there, and they just dumped her for three months across them fields. And I'm telling you what, son, she just she just come alive after that. She's always been a squirrel tree, but that, I mean that—that's when she got her head up, and that's when she actually just took off, and she she started her little winning campaign with her. Matter of fact, I got her back from uh, Casey that fall because Casey, Casey kept her over the summer trying to get her to pick her up, and uh, um, I went to the uh, cash for cash for cash at NSD first time they put it on at uh in South Carolina up there in Union, South Carolina. And I went up there, and she was, like I said, she was uh, two, one, two. She, she wasn't even two-year-old yet. And uh, she went on that, that, that clash hunt, and uh, she got third on Thursday. I got beat, Rod Hardy beat me with uh, Red Bud on Thursday. She went, to the, she went to the finals on Friday. Done, she done three rounds on Thursday. She done four rounds on Friday and won it on Friday. Ended up drawing Demon in the finals on Friday and beat Demon, and uh, she won that. And then on uh, Saturday, we had four rounds on Saturday, and um, she ended up winning that. Matter of fact, I drew Dean right in the finals on, on that one, and uh, she ended up winning that. She was the queen of the hunt, and, man, that pretty much everybody knew then she was for real. 
Man, that was a lot of stinking cast. Good Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all she did was, some she hunting was, that weekend, Jack. She won 10 out of 11 casts that weekend. That's for real right there. Yeah. So, you know, everybody asked me about Skeeter, and I mean, I've always told them, I know she ain't the best dog I've been with. She, I mean, she's not the best dog every time you take her to the woods with a cast. But what Skeeter gives you is 110% every time you drop her. It don't matter if you're 10 minutes from the house or you're 10 hours from the house. She's the same dog every time you drop her. That's consistent. That, that consistency. With, I mean, she had talent now, but don't get me wrong. I drew dogs that I thought was, you know, had more talent than she had. But that 110% she gave you every time you snapped her with a heart that she had, that's what got her, that's what got her across the finish line first. You had to be on your A game every time you drew her. That's right. That's what I always heard. I heard that your dog better be ready to treat some squirrels too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, she didn't um, make a lot of, you know, I hate to, they're not slick trees, but she didn't treat a lot of dens. She treated squirrels, didn't she? Well, here's the thing. When she was two, three-year-old, she made she made a bunch of dens. She made a bunch of nests. I've been, I'll tell you, I've been, I've been days where, as a matter of fact, me and my buddy, Mike was talking here back in the back in the, the season, and you know there was days when I'd make seven, eight, nine trees with her in a, in a course of a, a morning or a evening. Never see a squirrel. They were just <laughs> den trees, den trees, and they, I mean they were good legit trees. But but when she hit the three and a half, four year old threshold, it's like she was seasoned. It's like every one of them trees she made, she had a squirrel sitting in a crotch of the tree, or she had one hanging on a limb like a grape. She just she just had them, she just had them out there then. Like she was making them sap suckers. What we call it, we call it manufacturing. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that's 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 when she really come alive about the four year old. And she got better every year, a hundred. But when she hit that four year old mark, like uh, let's see, when she was three year old, we made it to the finals of the NSD World Hunt. I drew um, drew Greg Maynard and Shannon Looney. Greg had Maddie Ice and uh, Shannon had Pepper, and uh, I ended up getting third in that World Hunt, and then. We didn't do anything at the USDC World Hunt that year. Then the following year at the USDC World Hunt, we uh we went there and we drew uh, Woody and Cruz in the finals. We ended up getting third in that in that final of the World Hunt. I'm like, dang, don't. I said, I hope she ain't like zip. She just she ain't gonna cross the threshold with me. But and I wanna like I said a bunch of stuff with her. And then the following year, uh, Mike was gonna handle in the World Hunt with me and uh for me and Mike went out there and then I, hell she walked she walked right through that thing. She man she was treating squirrels like. Like she was tied to him. Is that <laughs> the went, one? And, and, is that who she? Did she have David and Demon? Yep, David and, and Demon uh, was in the final. And Bubba, and, no. Uh, who was it? Was um um Razor Bo Rabbit and Razor. Razor, that's right. That's yep. what I was thinking. Yeah, Jamie Jamie Bolinger. That's right. That's Jamie, right. Jamie was hunting Razor for Jeff Allen and Norman Allen. I see it. I see it. I remember because yep. it yep. got because I think David got third, Razor got second, and you won it. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, Razor and uh, Demon were tied at the end of regulation, and they went to uh, overtime. And uh, Razor got tree before Demon did in overtime, and that's how he got second. That's right. I Matter of fact, that. we were uh, Skeeter, Skeeter treed two squirrels on that in that final, and she was the only dog tree squirrel in that final cast. <laughs> she went looking for him, didn't she? <laughs> oh, she she she's looking for absolute squirrel hanging on the limb. <laughs> and to this day, she's still the same thing. And I promise you, I've, I've seen her. I hadn't seen her in two years. Marty brought her to a hunt with him one day, and uh, and soon as Marty let her out that box, and she heard me across that yard talking, she had a fierce fit barking. I mean, Marty can tell you that itself, and really? I had to go over there and play with her and love up on her. She, yeah. To this day, she still remembers me. That's right. Where is she at now? 
she's still with Marty. Uh, Marty's got her. Uh, you know, Marty sold her to some guys, and they they just didn't quite couldn't quite you know win the things that they were accustomed to winning with her. So that that's Marty, uh, that, that's right. That's who uh, uh, to 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 to, to the, the Carol boys, right? Yeah, Tom, Tommy, Tommy, and Preston, and that's all. That's right. Yep. That's exactly right. Yep. And then they, I, they, Isaac had done. He done some winning with her, didn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah, Isaac. Well, Isaac was doing a winning with her when uh when um Marty first bought her. Now, you know, I sold her to uh, Tim Willis. That's right. And uh, That's and exactly Tim Willis right. and, and Tim Willis was kind of you know I, I'm not saying Tim, Tim was kind of in and out. He's in and out sometimes. That's it. And uh, he, he he was deciding to get out, and that's when he sold. You know, he sold uh Blackout. He sold Big Jim. He sold uh he sold Skeeter, and Marty ended up buying Skeeter. Down there in Mississippi at the NSD, uh, I mean the NSD, the USDC um, um, ground floor hunt down there. Bought her on Thursday. Isaac went with. Matter of fact, Isaac didn't even go with her on Thursday. Isaac went with her on Friday. Met, made a couple couple trees with her on Friday evening, and won the won the ground uh, the 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 ground floor hunt with her down there in Mississippi uh, that weekend. That was in Saltillo, I think, for Jeff May yep. at it. Yep, that's right, that's right. And uh, I think, shoot, I think. I can't. I, I'm not gonna say what Marty bought her for, but I think Isaac won probably eight, nine, ten grand that weekend with her. So I mean, she just about paid. She almost paid for herself that weekend. That's week. right. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. She could do it, man. Dang, I bet you she, she could. I bet you. How old is she now? Probably. She she'll be ten year old June the twelfth. And I would still be nervous as a cat covering poop if I drew her right now. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. If you draw her, you better treat squirrels, or you ain't gonna beat her. That's right. So, I mean, you got the tree score, and I mean, you know that that that's the that's the mentality I got. I don't, I go to a hunt. I don't. I mean, you know, I'm competitive. I'm about like Joey and everybody else. You know, I'm competitive. But if I get beat by a dog doing it the right way, tree and squirrels, and they out squirrel me. Hey, I, I don't, I don't like it. But at the same time, I accept that. I, that tells me I either got to go, I got to go home and do some homework and get my dog right, or, or I'm gonna have to regroup and get another dog, one or the other. <laughs> So, so uh, I'm just I'm just real competitive like that. If I get beat, I scrutinize my dog all the way home, and I go home and I start working on it. That's right, that's right, and 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 you should because you can't you don't want to settle for, you know. But also, you know, I feel like some dogs have better days than you know, and some of them have bad days. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so yep. they don't exactly. you know they can't talk, so we don't know exactly how they feel. All we can do is yep. keep them conditioned and a good feed and. You know, keep them healthy, I guess, you know, to treat, an extent. Treat, treat them like an athlete. Because I'm going to tell you, it takes a special animal to leave your house on Wednesday or Thursday, put it in a dog box, drive 10, 12 hours to a hunt, live out of that dog box for three, four days, and, you know, change his whole complete lifestyle, let it eat, drink, everything out that dog box, and, I mean, and, and take it out and expect it to perform like a top, like a top shelf athlete. I mean, it takes a special animal to do that. That's right. And, you know, that's what I tell people to this day. If I know that I'm going to be able to go, you know, to a couple of different states like I did with my tank dog two or three years ago, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I let that dude sleep in the dog box at the house. I fed him yeah. in the dog box at the house. You know, just, you know, I didn't do it every night, but I did do it, you know, once or twice every other week or so just to kind of let him know, hey, you know, you better you better survive in here because we go be on the road, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So uh like I said, I've 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 been fortunate through the years. I've had some good friends and I got some I got some real good 
dog men, dog buddies, and you know, I've you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to you know to, to to hang out and be able to talk to them on a regular basis. And man, I just and my my favorite saying is, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken crap. You got to start out with pure white meat chicken. That ain't no and doubt about that. It, if you don't start out with it to start with, you I don't care how good of a dog man or how good of a trainer or how much hunting you do, you you're not going to get it to where you want it to get if you're looking for the next level kind of dog. That's and right. The kind of dog, the kind of dogs out there today, I'm looking I'm looking for a top five percent. I ain't looking for the ten or fifteen. Don't get me wrong, them ten to fifteen percent dogs are top notch. You know, squirrel triers and your average hunt that you go to your little local hunts, but. If you want to compete with them guys up there at the upper level on a consistent basis, you better have a top five percent kind of dog. That's right. What? So, I mean, that's that's the truth. I mean, you get the breeding's got to be there. Whatever's there's winning. That's what you hunting. You know. Yeah. Oh. Uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna ask you. Did did you what? And tell me about you know after you got, you know Skeeter, what was that? What'd you get? You got Big T then. I, I got I got big T, yes sir. And uh and he, I tell you, as far as a as a young dog, me and Doyle were talking about him the other night. He he had the most natural ability. You cut him loose, he was gone. He was always by himself. He never backed. He never packed. He he was he was a solid forevermore tree dog. I mean he was type of he was he was he was almost like a coon dog tree dog. When you when he got treed and he rolled it over you could go, you could go. I mean, I know them old times. I'm like, oh, I could go uptown, drink me a cup of coffee, and sit there and BS with my buddies and all that stuff. I didn't come back. He still treat. But T was that kind of dog. And but you know, he was. He just met. I'll, I'll be honest with you. He just didn't have that little bit of extra oomph to get you over the line. He was always. He was always competitive, and he's always got you to the last tree to cast. I'm walking in there to the last tree. I'm like, I got to have the squirrel to win it. If I don't have the squirrel, I ain't gonna win it. And I just, it, it was just, it never worked out for him. I mean, he, don't get me wrong. He was, he was a year and a half old. I placed him six in the NKC world hunt. I mean, I won the South Carolina state hunt with him. I mean, he was, don't get me wrong. He was a solid dog, but he went that top 5% dog. Right. And that's when, that's when me and Dora decided to go ahead and sell him. Right. And you and, sold uh, him it, to. I sold him to a fall bone. Claude. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So in the meantime, so I didn't. I was down a dog, and uh, so uh, Doris Sherman had a little old dog there at his house that I really, really liked, and uh, her name was Jamming Livewire. And uh, so he said, "Well, shoot, I, you ain't got a dog right now. I'll just send Livewire down there to you." I said, "All right." So we get me and Livewire. We get on the right page with her, and uh, we I ended up putting a world title on her, and that was her second world title. Jeremy McQuarrie put the first world title on, her, and then I put the second world title on. That's right. I remember that too. And I knew uh, Dor was getting a lot of heat right there at the end of the season about you know, people wanting to buy her. Um, Tim, Tim was wanting to buy her. Marty was wanting to buy her. A couple of other guys were trying to buy her. And I said, you know, this this was this was around January. I said, Dad, going. I said, man, I said Dor was gonna sell this little jet. I said, no, I ain't gonna have nothing to hunt. I said, I ain't got nothing in reserves. And uh, I come to find out, uh, my buddy Isaiah Hensley up there in uh, in Indiana had a little. Old, six seven month old pup that was treeing squirrels that he said he would sell and uh so i called him and said hey i said uh tell me about this little jeep you got and uh he, he started telling me about her and then he sent me some videos on her and i, I bought her side i bought her side unseen and uh i bought her at seven months old and i got her at uh eight months old and, and hunted the rest 
where it's 100 the rest of the season, and uh, and which one but two or three more weeks, and then 100 in March to the World Hunt, 100 live wire for door at the World Hunt, and then he took her on back, and he actually ended up breeding her before he got her sold, and then he sold her. So I mean, that all worked out just like I thought it would. And um, the little dog I'm talking about that I bought from Isaiah was the the little silk gift I got now. Right, and she's out of Outlaw, right? No, who? No, no, no she's out of, who is Silka? Silka's Silk, out of Porcupine Mountain Bend. Bend. Right, right. That's right. That's, I knew that. Now, now door bread live wire too. Outlaw. That's, we gotta, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. That that. So the the Outlaw live wire cross. That's the one that uh. Who's got one out of that? Uh, Doyle's got one. A guy in Texas got one. Uh, Tom Morgan got one that's doing. But he that's for you know. Uh, and Claus got right. The one but like four. I think there's only five, like five of them. Hmm. Matter of fact, Doyle just bought a mail back from a guy that off that better. That's uh, that's doing pretty doing decent. Right. Well. I ain't go. Uh, yeah, let's get back on. I was just thinking. For some reason, I was thinking. I don't know. Oh, uh, but yeah, we'll get back. Uh, so, Silk, tell me about her. Man, I, uh, Isaiah Hunter, like I said, he, uh, his uh, son-in-law, soon to be son-in-law, was hunting her some, and then Isaiah was hunting her some, and um, like I said, I called him up, and she was seven months old, and he said he probably didn't kill probably. 15, 20 squirrels short, seven months old. And, you know, I said, well, I'll take her. So I bought her side unseen, had the doll holler go pick her up, bring her back to me, and I hunted her. And so uh, I seen Isaiah there at the World Hunt in, uh, in March in, in Ohio. And he said, uh, hey, he said, bring that, if that dog don't satisfy you, now bring bring her back and I got your money for it. I'll give you money back for it. And uh, so I, I called him the day before we got ready to leave. And I said, hey, you got my money? He's like, yeah. He says, she ain't, she ain't, you know, keeping you satisfied. I said, well, I said, you just go ahead and keep the money. I'm a keeper. So, uh, but anyway, so I put her, like I said, we don't hunt none during the summer. So I, I, I put her up the whole summer and I started her back the fall. And I'm telling you what, she picked, she was just as good when I started her back where she was when I put her up. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's still a, she's, I mean, she's still a year and a half dog at this point. I mean, she, her birthday was in May. So, uh, she was just a year and a half old. And, um, so I got her out, got her, got to hunting her up pretty good. And, uh, I actually went to Ohio and, uh, and hunted with Doyle, uh, a couple of days up there in Ohio in November and, um, at right before Thanksgiving. And, uh, we went up there and hunted with Terry Shear. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he, he don't need no introduction. No, before. I'm trying to get him on here and, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get you to call him when you get off the phone or, and tell him, <laughs> Hey, Chris is going to be calling you. He wants to talk to you, get you on the podcast. Okay. Well, Terry, Terry, uh, of course, I, uh, during December, I'm a UPS driver again, and I work six days a week. The only day I got off is on Sundays during the month of December. So I, I sweet-talked old Terry into taking silk and hunting for me for a month, for that month of December for me, and he hunted that month for me, and I went back and picked her up. And, uh, man, she just, I mean, she was, I mean, Terry pumped the squirrel out to her. I mean, that's his specialty is pumping them squirrels. So, but he pumped them to her, and got her, got her head up a little bit more than what it was. And, I mean, she was, I mean, she was doing dynamite and, they see she was still just a one-year-old i took her to the south carolina state hunt uh in february first weekend of february i won that hunt with her i took her to the the pup hunt and um in mount orb as a one-year-old and uh i ended up drawing game over and uh game over ended up beating me by one squirrel i mean she was she looked good i mean just game over just a little bit more seasoned dog than she was uh 
he was fixing to turn three, and she was still a one-year-old. But he ended up beating her by one squirrel. So, I mean, I, I'm still proud of the little dog. I brought her home, and like I said, we put her up for the summer, and I broke her, I broke her back out in the fall, and, man, she was, I mean, she was just cranking. And, um... So I said, well, I, I need to get I need to get her down, you know, with some with some 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 good dogs and tree dogs. I never had anything to cover. So I went to an NSD hunt up here in North Carolina in uh in November. And and the club I went to was primarily a, a hound club. And I knew what you know, the hounds would back her a little bit. A certain hound. I'm not saying every hound does that, but I'm just saying a few of the hounds are back and you know and all that. So uh we ended up going to that hunt, and then, uh, man, she won, she won that NSD hunt. I mean, it looked good. I mean, it looked real good. I was like, daggone. I said, man, I said, I'll tell you what, she's, she's, she's really packing the right stuff. And so I, you know, I pull her back out, and I, I you know, I single her out, and I'm putting, her, I'm putting, her, putting the screws to her and the tools to her and everything else, and we fall back in. We go to a couple hunts in January, and, you know, she just, you know, I mean, she looked good. We just didn't catch a break. Uh, we went to one hunt, and I drew decon and um, off a skeeter, and, uh, <laughs> Drew decon and uh matter of fact we didn't treat but one squirrel in that cast and then uh he ended up beating me and um I went to a couple of other hunts she was real competitive didn't I mean didn't didn't win the cast didn't win the hunt and uh then I fell right back into the South Carolina State hunt again the first weekend of February I won that thing again and that kind of got me steamrolling a little bit she won that she won that hunt then we went to the NKC World Hunt uh in February and she ended up being the N, uh NKC Reserve World Champion I like man she, she and she now she's just she's just two year old now. And uh, so I said, you know what? I said, this little dog. I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a driller the whole month of March before I go to that junior hunt. My whole goal all season long was to go to that junior hunt and and try to win it. If I wouldn't win it, I would, I want to be competitive. That's the one so, that this past year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, I roll, I roll in a Mount Orb, and man, we sat there at the motel, and I got silk tied out there to a tree, and everybody's like, man, man. Good gracious, she has like she's a five, six year All them young dogs are tied out there in them trees and they barking, raising canes, spinning around. You know, Silk goes out there as soon as you tie her out, she pees, she sits out there and she wallers in the grass. I mean, that's her that's her thing. She likes to get in that grass and waller on her back around, you know. And then she she got over there like a little like a lion laying out there in the prairie. She just kind of looking around, looking at it like, what are all these dogs being crazy about? And uh my buddy Mike said, he said, Look at that jip. He said, I'm telling you right now, she has like she's a five year old jip. He said, That jip's ready. And we just we we go to that junior world hunt, and she just pretty much walks through everything on that cast, or each cast. That's what it, that's what they say. That, that 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 first round, she ended up treating the only squirrel on that first round. The midday round, she ended up treating the only squirrel on that round. Uh, the third round, man, we got into some squirrels. Uh, Who'd you draw? Drew a little Michael's a little old dog called uh, I don't mean what name of the dog was. She's off of the she's off of the. Uh, He's little mate brother. Um, Who's dog? Boss, boss, the, the, the boss man dog. Michael Tevis is dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. her name off the top of my head. I'll think of but, it in a minute. But yeah, I but, know you're talking about. But, but Silk just put on a show. She was five for six. The the lad. The I mean, I had I had them beat. I was ahead two squirrels, and they said, oh, you know, they weren't going to pressure me about tree. And she got treed with 14 minutes left in the hunt, and there wasn't no way he's going to treat two squirrels to beat me. And um, so uh, and not getting there and get them scored anyway. So they they just kind of let you know, he was the dog end up making a tree right there at the end of the hunt. And I sat on I sat on silk the whole time. We walk in there too, and she got two more squirrels up a tree when we get in there. <laughs> and uh, she just I mean she just man Mike Powers is on the cat on Mike, Mike Powers got got him on every cast. I got to give him credit, man. He uh he helped me out. I mean he he walked with me, helped me find my squirrels, and 
Man, he, he was like, but he said, I've never seen a little two-year-old dog put on a show what she just done. I mean, she just made it look easy. I mean, she was just, she was just cooking them out of thin air. Right. And, uh, and, and, you know, of course we're going to the, to the final round on a uh, Friday morning and everybody knows the story about, you know, about that deal, you know, dog got disqualified cause he ended up having the wrong birthday on the dog. That's so, right. That's right. So, so, but I, I tell you what, I, I look back and I'm glad I won it. I mean, I mean, I, I was looking, I was wanting to win it, but, uh, I'd have really liked to got to hold that dog in that final round the way she was looking because she was she was looking unbeatable. <laughs> I just don't want that to be a tar a, a tarnish on her on a record that you know she she squeaked by in that hunt. Is what the whole thing is. No, she because she didn't. I mean, she she pretty much she treed the only squirrel the first two rounds, and then she treed two more ahead of the other dogs. Yeah, and had two more in the last three that we didn't even get credit on. You know. That's right. That we didn't get scored on. So I mean, but I, I she's a nice little jit now. I'm telling you, she, and I, I don't make this claim about anything, but um, I, I will say I will go down the line and say this. And I talked to, I talked to three or four people that's called me about her. Kenny Gray's called me about her. You know, just talking about because you know he owns Ben, uh, Mike Pryor's, Merle Sealy. They, they all called me. You know, asking me about her. And I said I, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you and everybody's listening to this podcast. You know that. I've owned some good dogs. I mean, I've owned some exceptional dogs in my in my time, and this is by far the best one two year old dog I've ever stepped leaf, leaf strapped to. Okay, that's uh, just, and, that's and, I, and I'm, not, say, I'm, there. Not, I'm mm. not saying that bragging, but enough. she 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 could treat squirrels. She can treat squirrels at two months at two years old that Skeeter didn't have a clue about. Really? And I and and Skeeter is a finer animal as you as you want to be with. Um. She's just man. She's just competitive. I mean, she, she, she's got more heart than anything. The only other dog that, that that well, the only two dogs I compare with her heart is the Zip dog that uh that I had off of Bo and Skeeter. Um, you know, Skeeter will relax on you a little bit here and there, especially if she got tired. But other than that, Silk, I don't care. Her tongue can be wrapped around her neck, and she get. I I sent you a couple of videos with her on the slap mill. She gives you everything she's got every time you unsnap her. Man, I know, and that. That thing is a man. She's a fireball too. And she, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm just hoping that you know she continues. All the good dogs I've had, that little dotty bitch off of Jackson, Skeeter, um, all the dogs that I've had that that end up being top dogs, you know, down the road, I can I can see them progressing every year, every year. And you know, you you get some of the old timers and they'll say, man, you know, these curves don't really peak until about four year old, and Dottie, Skeeter, and I'm seeing it in Silk now that, that every year they just get better and better and better until they peak. And when they peak, it's almost like they're a seasoned dog. Like Skeeter, she could make she could make den trees when she was, you know, year, two years old. But when she got to three and a half, four years old, them den trees turn into nothing but squirrels. I mean, squirrel after squirrel. And this little Silk Jip I got, the first year, she was the same way. She man, she could make some den trees. She could tree squirrels. But she made the right kind of den trees. Now this year, she start. You can see you can see the progression going. The den trees slowly turn into more squirrels as, as she as she as she made more trees, and just making a more rounded dog is what she's doing. Right, she's growing and, like I said, maturing. Yeah, mature. Yep. And and I think all the, you know most of the good ones. If, you know if, if I don't rush them, you know I put her in a few hunts at a young age. But I mean I don't. I typically don't hunt. A lot of a lot of hunts at a do- with a dog at a young age, um, you know. I just kind of pick and choose my hunts is what I'm saying. I have to pick and choose with a job that I have, but also I, t- I have to pick and choose with you know with a dog, you know. 
you know, because I, I, I only got a couple of hunting buddies I can go hunting with during the week. So, I mean, I, I can only do so much so much on, on Saturday and Sunday, you know. That's right. And, I mean, you got to work, obviously. So, you know, what? I, if, I mess up, if I mess something up on Saturday at a hunt, that means, man, I've got to, I've got to really bust my tail on, on the next few Saturday and Sundays to try to get it right. So I just kind of choose and, and see what I need to work on when I go to a hunt and, and come back and work on it some more. That's right. What, uh, so you said she's how old? How old is Silk? Uh, she'll be three year old, uh, May 20th. May 20th. She'll be three years old. Dang, man. She still got. Man. Yeah, she ain't even prime yet. Man. Mm. That's handy there. So yeah. what, uh, and she, she, she only, she's only about a 33-pound dog now. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's a little old thing. Good mouth? Good mouth. I mean, for her size, you never dream. I mean, you can hear six, 700 yards easy. Oh, yeah, that's all she's right, got, right there. She's got, she's got a good carrying mouth is what she does. She go hunting good and stuff, too? Uh, oh, yeah. She, she, that's, that, she gives you, every time you cut her, she, she goes good. Huh. So, uh. That, that, that's what I like about it. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. That's what got me into the dogs was the heart and desire that it had. I, you know, leaving cookie dogs and coming into the to the squirrel dogs, you know, a few years later, uh, in the latter part of my career, I, you know, I, I wanted that kind of dog. I just wasn't getting it. Uh, as good as a dog that Dottie was uh, when she was uh, when she was uh, in her prime, she still would relax on you and just you know, kind of kind of get lazy on you here and there. Um, especially when the squirrels weren't moving. Right. But, uh, but like silk, it, that's what got me hung on the boat dogs. It don't matter if the squirrels weren't moving or the squirrels were moving. They went hunting every time you dropped them. I mean, they just, they just left you. And silk's the same way. She never, she never gets in there and where the squirrels ain't moving, I'm going to come back, circle back around and kind of hang around. She, you're going to pick her off a tree 99% of the time when you cut her loose. Right. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, well, what you uh so silk? So that's all you got right now. Well, I, I picked up another young kid, ten months old, out of Thunder Sport Demon, from a from a buddy of mine up there trying to get her all. He he called me the night before I was getting ready to leave to go to um to go to the world the junior the junior world and uh said he said man I believe I go ahead and sell this jet and I was like God darn I said you you called me you called me here on the night before I get ready to leave I didn't got the truck and everything so uh after we won that world hunt on friday i jumped in the truck and drove another two and a half hours to meet him to, to get to pick that jip up so i got another little young jip here out of demon and um 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 i can't remember what she is on the bottom side i had to go back and look at the papers but she's out of thunder sport demon and uh like she's she's 11 months old you liking her so far uh i've got a chance when i got her back i got a chance to hunt her one time <laughs> before our turkey season come in and uh she made two trees and had two squirrels. I, I mean, I took her to a place that was loaded with a squirrel, so I can't really tell much about her right now. But uh, I, I can tell she's a squirrel trigger. But oh, I don't man. know. I don't know. You know, the the intangibles uh, that she's got you know, as far as her hunt and her stamina and her desire and all that. I just I just don't know that yet. Well, she, she, she's a, she's a squirrel trigger. I will tell you that. Well, what about like so? What's your plans for this coming up? You go push silk again and. Oh. Yeah, I'm a pusher, and I, I'm I'm gonna. I, my goal is to breed her at the end of next season. Yeah. Um, she do she do to come in heat any time now, so I'm gonna breed her and uh, and see if we can um get something. You know, she's a litter mate to the Porcupine Mountain Ace dog. Uh, 
the the lost bottom boys that got a uh, bar. Yeah, I've drawn him. I like, I really like that dog. He's a bigger dog. Like you said, she's thirty three pounds. He yep. he's a he's a little bigger dog, leggier, and, and his his hunt style is a lot different. He is a uh-huh. he will get going. Look, and he's got a good mouth. I yeah, I heard him at a thousand yards and, and treat him in. Mm-hmm. And uh, the little Oreo dog that uh the guy I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He's got her in Arkansas. She's a litter mate to them two dogs. I'll be dog. So, uh, so there's, I mean, that 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 litter is uh it's pretty strong as far as you know squirrel triggers. So um. Well, what I you think, uh what you thinking about going back to? I don't know yet. Um, I'm looking at. I mean, I've had I've hunted with four or five little little sniper dogs, and I really like them. Uh, it's just the fact that he's in Louisiana, and it's just kind of hard for me to get to him. Well, um, I got a jet bred to him right now. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I just I, I sold a pup. I sold a pup uh, back in the wintertime at a, at a little sniper in a porcupine mountain bud bitch. Um, and I'll tell you what, he was, he was, he was coming on nice. Matter of fact, Jeremy Bott's got him now. And Jeremy told me, told me he was a nice one year old dog. He, he'd been in the woods with. Well, I think Mike's um, got a, Mike's got, Mike Powers has got a nice one. And I think Jeff's well, got a nice female litter mates to, uh, yep. to Mike's. Well, uh, Mike's and uh, Jess are off uh, Toby and Toby Fikes' little rosebud. That's Jeff right. And little sniper and uh, um, um, my buddy um, um, Brian Perry has got one of them pups out of the first cross, and that's where I got that's how I got sold on little sniper. Was uh, I watched that pup last year and went hunt with him a few times, and uh, the one he calls uh, uh, Sam, and um, right, he's a, he, he's a he's a nice little young dog. Well, but, I, you know, I, I can bet you, I can bet you, I'm really good friends with, with Miles and Mr. J.W. McGee, who owns a uh, little sniper now. Yeah. And, uh, I can bet you they would, uh, they would like to see that done. Cause I mean, they would, they could, uh, they could get that. They'd help out. I promise you. <laughs> they'd, they'd, well, they'd, Miles has made a comment to me a couple of times, you know, how I'd like to see that jet, jet backed up as a little sniper. And I was like, man, if you were any closer, I, I, I could probably say it's going to happen, but, uh, and I just, I just, I'm, I'm open right now. Matter of fact, I talked to Mr. Clarence Smith uh, some today. You know, looking, you know, talking about. Stuff. I got a year to think on it, and you know, I just, I want, I want something that I, that's gonna not take away from anything she's got, because she's a pretty, uh, pretty much well-rounded dog. Right. And I know, I know the little sniper dog I've hunted with. I've hunted with one, two. I've hunted with that little dog my uh, my powers have got, and I'm telling you what, that's an exceptional little young dog. How are they? Um, how are they? They? Because I mean, I got a. I'm so excited. I'm I'm really excited about the the my little female that I got. She's just a, I haven't competition hunted her, but she could be competition hunted. I just, man, she's the type of dog. See, I'm in sales, so a lot of my customers they want to go after the deer season, you know, here in Mississippi. So, and they all got big properties, and they don't want dogs on it during deer season anyway. And I get it, but. Uh, so we'll go in there to their places after deer season. So you know how squirrels are at the end of the season. So we'll yep. go in there and doggone, man, and she's just such a fun little old dog to hunt. I mean, she's got a big nose. She can, she don't, I don't know, man. She just trees squirrels. I mean, she she don't nose to the ground. She's just head up. You know, if it's a 20-mile-an-hour wind, I mean, I've, I've witnessed that there be dogs, you know, just not even they're like what are we doing out here hunting and she's over there just laying squirrels up so i got her bread to him and uh but anyway i just was i, I i'm, I'm kind of excited about that cross as well 
well, most people don't even know this. I, I've, I've talked about it on Facebook a couple of times, but you can ask Merle Sealy. That'd be a good one to get on here too. But uh, I had I had Skeeter lined up to breed a little snapper when Merle had them, and then Merle sold them, and then you know next thing I know, you know Skeeter won that big world hunt, and, and you know there was a few people trying to get her, and they ended up with her, and so that never happened. But that was the dog I was going to breed Skeeter to when Merle had them was little snapper. I'll be dying. So, and it just didn't never it just didn't never happen. And I got to talking to Scott down there when uh he had the after he sold Little Sniper to uh Marty, um he had uh before he sold Little Sniper he bred her to uh, Mr. Pennington's uh female which was the Bud female. That's correct. And, and sold her and sold and bred um Rosebud of Toby Fox's bitch before he before he sold them. So he got the two pick of the litters out of that, uh, out of them two crosses, and I ended up getting the the bud female because it looked a little more like little snapper. It was red, and my buddy uh, Brian Perry ended up getting the other pup. And um, man, I just they just man they just started off with the the rosebud pup was a month older than uh than the bud than the bud pup, but uh, man they just started out. I killed at five months old that little snapper pup I had. Um, I probably killed seven eight squirrels that dog at five months old, and probably made another probably. 10, 12 trees with it, and uh, Scotty Schaefer up in Indiana called me and wanted a pup, and I priced him to him, thinking, you know, there ain't no way he's going to give me this for this pup. I'll be daggone if he didn't give it. He, he wanted a pup. And, uh, <laughs> I, so, uh, so Scotty hung him for the most of the season, and then uh, Jeremy Vault uh, ended up, you know, hearing about the pup and bought him from, uh, bought him from um, Scott and uh, named, named him Chuck Norris. I, I named him Charles Manson. If you seen him when he was on uh, Facebook, he was That's a Manson right. pup. So, um, but he was a nice little pup now, but I will say one thing about little snapper pups. They, they, they wild when they're young, but that man, they got a ton of heart. And that's what I like. And that's what I like about them. Well, you can, man, wild makes me, like you said, wild, they are wild, but I, man, I like wild. I don't know. It just seems like they make good dogs. If they can if you, if, get out of the if, their own way, if they can get out of their own way and, and get it put together. Cause I mean, Mike said there is not a dog. He said that thing, that little sniper dog, when he, I mean, he pretty much started him too. Oh, uh, yeah. He said when he was young, he said there was nothing, just, it was just all go. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That, that, that one Mike Powers has got, the one he calls Gator. Now, I'm telling you, I've been with him. I watched, I've been on him with several trips now. And I'm telling you, that's, that's the nicest young dog he is out there right now. That's what he uh, said. He, I'm telling you, he's for real. I bet you're going to see him. He's, he's the right age for the, for all the junior worlds coming up, he's the right age for the for the OMCBA junior world. He's a perfect age for the NSD and the USDC, you know, junior hunts. I mean, he's uh, he, you're gonna hear about him for over with. I promise you. That's right. Well, I got a uh, I, I messaged Merle uh, the other day, which he's probably in church tonight. Um, but I, I I'd like to get him on here and talk, you know, because he, he's been around and man, he knows this dog stuff and you know. He's a he's a real dog man. There's, oh there's yeah. Two, there's two. I, I made this comment to Joey and uh, Merle. They're they'll get as much or more out of that dog than 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 anybody else will. And <laughs> I hate to say this in a bad way, but it ain't a bad way. But it's a it's a trump to them that when you buy a dog from Merle or Joey, chances are it's the best it's going to be when you buy it because they're going to get everything they can get out of it. That's right. Now, but you know that's just yeah, that's that's the kind of dog men they are. They just they they know what to do and right but, buttons to push and 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 go with it. Yep, that's what I've always been told, and 
that's why I'm, I kind of want to get him on here, just not to say pick his brain, but yeah. I just like to talk. But you know, I just like to talk dogs and you know bloodlines and you know just like all these guys, you guys. You know, I just like I just like hearing what you know works and stuff like it. Yeah. Well, but, uh, like I said, this is this is the, this little suit. If I got the first OMCBA dog I've owned in probably let's see ten. 10, 12 years now. So, uh, other than, you know, other than an occasional young dog, you know, OMCBA dog that I just, you know, was, you know, kind of get, uh, you know, to pass it on down the road, you know, when it got to doing good. But, um, but that's how much I like this little dog here. I mean, she's, uh, and I told everybody, even though when I met him, I'll tell everybody and Dorothy the same thing that, Hey, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a fife. I don't care if it's a hound. I don't care if it's a cur, a tree and cur. If it suits me, I'll hunt it. I mean, I, I ain't got no preference. That's um, right. Long as it, long as I can get a hundred percent out of it, and it does what I want to do. I'll hunt. So, <laughs> absolute. So well, but you got uh what it what so you go push her this year and and after that I guess you'll you know we'll see how how that goes this year. I know you said you got your little young pup coming up. So after that I guess we'll we'll I guess time will tell if you like it or not. Yeah, that, that's it. Like I said, I'm hoping I've had a couple of people try to buy a silk already, so I'm I'm hoping that nobody gets too crazy with her. Um, man, I'm, ain't that I'm, something? I'm a working man. I know, <laughs> and hey, me too. And that is, man, some. I mean, hey, kudos to them because I believe if I was if I was loaded up with money and stuff, brother, I'm telling you, I would I would buy me a winner too. I'm just being honest. It, it's your best bet. I mean. I'm 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 just an old working guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. UPS has been good to me, but I I can't afford them kind of dogs. I've got to go out there and I've got to I got to find me a a pup or a nice young prospect, and I got to try to get it there because I I just can't. Me with a you know my wife and two kids, I'm not going to take away from them to go buy a dog. I'm with so, you. Um, um, but I they I mean I'm blessed because uh you know my wife backs me 100 percent on it, and you know she lets me put the time in them, and I I do believe if the dog's got it, I'll get it out of them. That's right. That's right. Well, we've been after it. A, I don't know an hour or so. If you uh, you got anything else you want to call in here? Man, I just I, I just like I said, I've been blessed uh, with with being around good people and good dog men through the years, and you know, thank my wife, you know, for you know for her, you know, standing behind me and helping me, you know, uh, along this process. Cause she'll go hunt with me. She'll go out there. She. Nights I'm working at eight nine o'clock in that UPS truck. She goes out there, she cleans dog kennels and feeds the dogs for me. I mean, I can't, I can't give her enough props for that. Man, that and show makes it a lot easier on us, don't it? Yeah, man, it does. And you know, and, and the good Lord above. I mean, he's he's blessed me, you know, with the, with the knowledge and you know, with a dog and you know, um, most most whether they like me or they love me, most people tell you I'm a, I'm a pretty good dog man. So uh, <laughs> that's right. And you get, you I know, do. it takes patience too. Yeah, well, I'm gonna tell you what separates one dog man from a from a from a me, a good dog man from a mediocre dog man or a guy that just you know works with dogs. Dogs, like you said earlier in this podcast, dogs can't talk. You got to be able to read that dog. You got to know when to push the button. You got to know when to you got to know when to tear down a wall to build the house. You got to start with a good foundation, but you got to come up and you're gonna see this wall right here don't work. It ain't working in the house to work, you know, as a foundation wall. So you got to tear that wall down. You got to start back on another wall and get it where you want it. And then, you know, build the house. 
Um, and there's all kind of little, you know, um, remodeling jobs you got to do along the way because, it, you know, everything just don't quite work out. And it's the same way with a dog. You got to be able to read that dog. You got to know when to push. You got to know when to back off. You got to know when to, I mean, you got, I mean, just, I mean, you, you just got to be able to read the dog. And that's the biggest thing most people don't do. They can't read the dog. And you, I mean, even even with a lab or you know, these Malawas that I train or these, you know, these obedience dogs that I train or, you know, every dog is different. Don't get me wrong. You got a guideline. You kind of go down and, you know, but, you know, you got to, you got to waver back and forth off that line, whether it's to the right or to the left. You might fall off of it sometime to, to be able to get what you want out of that dog, but you got to be able to read that dog to know what buttons to push, when to push it and how to push them. That's right. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, that's just, you know, I've been blessed, like I said. My dad, my dad was a a, a quarter horse trainer, a pro trainer, uh, quarter horses, and um, then we got into dogs as I got older. And he's a he's a good a dog man. My grandpa was a good a dog man as I ever you know ever been with. And like I said, I've been you know I'm 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 not bragging by no means, but I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of well rounded. I I know from coon dogs to labs to just mediocre yard dogs to squirrel dogs, you know, to personal protection dogs. I I pretty much done it all. So I've seen I've seen a lot of stuff come and go with it, and it that, all that has helped me to be a better dog man. That's what I'm trying to say. Right? Did you? Before we get off, I gotta know how did you get in, involved in the personal protection dogs? How did you get? Is that just somebody well, asked you to to put a handle on one, and you just no? I, I got kind of intrigued with it a few a few years back, and uh, man, I've owned some German Shepherds. I mean, I, I started out with the Shepherds, and I just Man, they just—I I was buying these American line German Shepherds. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, there's there's some good ones in it, but I just—I I was getting junk. I mean, there was just junk after junk. I was coiling. I was getting rid of them. I was making—they you know, would make—they would make great pet dogs, but they weren't personal protect. They weren't that kind of dog. So I ended up getting a dog. Uh, uh, a buddy of mine imported one for me uh, over from uh, Holland, a Shepherd, and. Put a put a Schutzen one on them, and that's what got me onto the personal protection dogs. The Schutzen dogs are a lot different than the, than the protection dogs or the ring dogs, but that's what got me. That's what learned me what a good German Shepherd was. I mean, he was a top-notch Shepherd. Um, and then I saw I wanted something with a little bit more athleticism, so I went and started fooling with the Malawas, and that just kind of got me into that. And you know, just man, one thing led to another, and. I helped the my local police department help them help them with their two uh, canine Malawas and, and got them trained up and um, I don't necessarily necessarily do a bunch of personal protection stuff with it with the, with the public. There's a fine line right there you got to walk with you know because you know if I train if we get a dog really biting and I, and I and uh, like I, most people are amateurs I mean most people that haven't been around dogs like that but they want one you know you send it back and you know they don't go down the right path with her or you know do the right things with it and they end up biting somebody and get a lawsuit on them i mean it's just uh when you got a biting dog i mean there's a lot of things that go wrong there that ain't no so, doubt that I have, ain't no doubt I, I i do a little bit of foundation work with them but i try not to do a bunch of a bunch of stuff with people especially people i know that don't know anything about it right and like i said i mean it, it you know it, it'll come back on you in a skinny minute with a biting dog that's right i mean my so my cousin all my folks are police chiefs or you know deputies or you know mayors anyway oh but you know one of my cousins he he was the canine officer and he had a an older malinois or and whatever and he was he was messing with me one day he's like hey put this suit on put this suit on and, <laughs> and you know i i did it 
and I'll be dang, son. That, suit, that song on, he said, turn around and walk, you know, because he talks to him in a different language. Um, German. That's right. Slavic. That's probably, and look, man, I started running, and that little, that sucker, that dog was, I'm going to say 50 pounds, and I'm, you know, 225, 230. That song going flip me over on top of my head. And <laughs> look, and you you talking about these sleeve, you know, this he bit that meant my sleeve, this sleeve he gave me also, and... You know, you you still feel it. I'm I'm trying to you know relate this this bite to to you know you put this sleeve on. Yeah, you know it's obviously a hundred times better than if you didn't have it on. But I don't know. I still felt like I was still bruised. I had teeth marks bruised through that sleeve. You know, I, I was going to say I've had them hit that sleeve so hard they just collapsed the sleeve so bad that it just busted hide on your on your forearm when it hits you. I mean, but I tell you what, it's it's an adrenaline rush to catch that dog now. <laughs> I was scared to death, but you're exactly right because here's the thing. He could have grabbed me by the neck, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he uh he I mean, didn't. He didn't um you know, they reward him with I mean, I think he and it's crazy the stuff that you reward him with like his toy was like a like a 7 or 8 inch piece of PVC pipe with two caps on it, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen him rubber balls i've seen you know uh just just anything you know but my, my mine's the cone they they, they the cones are rewarded that's right that's right i mean and you could when you when you in good ones the bite is a reward they'd rather do the bite than anything so that's exactly what he told me and like i mean he went all over you know to these you know i didn't realize that they have competitions for that but i mean he was like i mean he went all all over the the, the United States and I mean he he Rocky was the bite dog uh, he was you know hardest bite I guess is I don't know exactly I guess a pressure they do some kind of pressure but yeah he was uh, he was a good one he just passed away oh well, I guess that's he say he passed away two years ago but anyway but no I was just curious man I, I knew you'd, you'd you you was fooling with that and I just I wanted to get on here uh, you know I wanted to ask about that before before we got off. I just love good dog work. That's all it is. I just whether it, whether it's you know, biting dogs or dogs or squirrels or you know, I, I just love good dog work. Well, everybody, I mean, that's you're exactly right. Anything that that's what that's what this podcast is for is to 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 bring awareness to to dog hunters, dog lovers, you know, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, brother, we fighting a losing battle. I mean, if, you know, we got to watch it or we won't be. I know a squirrel hunters talk about, you know, deer season and the deer hunters, they got all the privileges. And, but I'm going to tell you what, if it weren't for the deer, it, it, without the deer hunters on our side, we it, it, we would be in a losing battle with uh, with hunting rights and stuff. That ain't no doubt about it. So I won't never, because we still run deer dog, deer with dogs, and, you know, that's a dying breed we, we for do. sure. We do here, too. Um, we, we get in these big deer clubs, we know, with five to 10,000 acres on it, and that's pretty much a dog club is what it is. That's right. And, uh, and I tell you what, man, I, I cut my teeth, you know, uh, dog hunting with, you know, deer, deer dogs. I mean, that's that's what first, I first got started, you know, and then the next year I fell in the coon hunt. I was about nine years old, and, man, I just, I, I, I couldn't do both. Coming up, I couldn't score, I couldn't deer, I couldn't coon hunt and deer hunt because uh, I coon hunted on Friday night, Saturday nights, and I couldn't deer hunt all day running dogs on Saturday and be ready to go coon hunt. So I said, man, I got to give this up. I, I, can't, do, I can't do both of them and be dedicated to it because I, like I like the tree dog more than anything. That's right. So, uh, 
that's, that's what got me out of deer hunt was uh was the coon hunt <laughs> i understand that you can't do it all i mean i mean, no. i really you know i used to love that turkey hunting more than anything but man this year i went a couple times with my little boy caught him a couple turkeys up but i mean i just man i i was ready to see it close so i can get my dogs back out uh-huh uh-huh and it's just, just i mean I, I love the dog work and even going squirrel hunting i mean we'll go and kill a couple squirrels but now if you if you tell me hey my boy wants to come kill some squirrels hey i'm more tickled not even carrying that gun and let that gun go in there and kill all them squirrels i kill all the squirrels they want to kill i i just get a blast and i watching them unload and that squirrel going down through there and if they can get them man you want to see it's like they killed a 10 point buck or something you know they just they just love it that's right well i don't shoot a lot of squirrels here but i go once a year to a buddy of mine's down south mississippi lee langley's and we flat whoop on them that weekend but uh it's I've seen some new pictures. <laughs> oh, bro, we killed 281 squirrels now it was 17 of us and we had a pile of dogs that we was rotating in and out and you know and we hunted by boat you know places that's never been i mean we had a ball son and my son i took my son and i mean he he's into that competitive you know at sporting clays and stuff and he had a blast shooting them darn squirrels and stuff but uh yeah it was a good time but i mean that's you know that's i don't kill a lot either so i don't kill a bunch when i when i do go with somebody and they want to kill them i, I like to see it like mr pennington down there in uh alabama i think it's alabama we say or mississippi uh anyway he's he's invited me to go down and hunt a big club with him in alabama uh next year and I, he said it wasn't nothing to go kill 30 or 40 a, a day so i said well, shit, you know what i'm, I'm gonna slide on down and go with it go with the man that's right that's right well you ever get to mississippi and want to go holler at me yes sir i'll, I'll play it enjoy it like i said i just i, I just look i can sit here for two hours talking about a dog so <laughs> i understand um, i understand well like i said you ever need anything from mississippi i sure appreciate you uh coming on here and telling us you know a little bit about yourself and your dogs and stuff and the success you've had with with dogs i mean so like i said we sure appreciate you i, I appreciate you like i said i've just been fortunate i ain't done nothing nobody else ain't done a little bit more time in it than probably some people do and not as much time in it as other people do so that's right well like i said man we go get off here and again i'll be in touch i'll let you know when it comes out and I, I, I really appreciate it man all right brother we'll be safe thank you sir see you man yes sir Bye bye, -bye.